Take the Ron Show wherever you go. Download the America One Radio app to your smartphone and listen on the go. Or in traffic wishing you were on the go. The Ron Show on America One Radio. And it's my hope, by the way, that they've got uh, northbound 85 cleared up. Uh, we had one of those car, ve- you know, the car carrier, those long trucks with the multiple vehicles on the back heading to car dealerships. There was apparently a a nasty fire on northbound 85 earlier this afternoon. And uh, last I checked, they, you know what? Let me do that right now. Let me check that for you right now. Even though, as I'm checking it, you're going to hear <laughs> what I'm going to find for you like half an hour after I found it. So there's that. Hang on. Okay, so as of 4.38 p.m., that stretch of uh, 85 North into Cap has been reopened after that car carrier caught fire <laughs> earlier this afternoon. Ooh, I said that without tripping up. I'm going to give myself some dessert after dinner tonight. I deserve that one. All right, so this segment is going to be a little bit of wine from me. Uh, I feel I've, I've a grievance. I believe I have a grievance, and I believe I am right to have this grievance. I have, almost from the inception of the launch of this show last October, been a vocal supporter of uh, the Georgia Gang. That is a local, the only... To my knowledge, in Atlanta, the only local public affairs program uh, that offers count, uh, point-counterpoint political commentary. Now, obviously, I am ideologically to the left, which means I find myself uh, pom-pom waving a little bit more, or actually a lot more, for uh, our friend, uh, frequent guest on the show, Melita Easters, and Theron Johnson, who, by the way, I have invited several times. Um, Got his, got his contact information. Theron, bruh, I'm, I'm, wait, I'm waiting on you. We'd love to have you on the show. I think it would be a fantastic show. I could probably devote an entire hour to discussing various uh, things with you. Uh, I also happen to like, I disagree with her a lot, but I happen to like Martha Zeller, who is a frequent conservative pundit on the Georgia Gang. Uh, I disagree almost all the time with Phil Kent, who uh, is a former editorial editor at the Augusta Chronicle, and in full disclosure, he and I actually were employed there at the same time, although I doubt he remembers me (laughs) in any way, shape, form, or fashion. I was a high school underling uh, who was catching agate report information for the Augusta Chronicle. Occasionally, I got to go out and write some stories for like high school basketball or baseball, football games. I did cover the Masters one year for them, but I mean, I when I tell you, my, my story might have been uh, half as long in column inches as your smartphone. But I, I got I can say, I can put it on my resume, I can prove it. I covered the Masters Golf Tournament for the Augusta Chronicle. Anyway, he and I almost never agree. I, I kind of find the way he and uh, the other typical conservative uh, pundit on the show, Janelle King, uh, I, I kind of find them to be a little caricaturish. And what I mean by that is, they just like to lob the anti-Democrat, anti-insert candidate name here, insert politician here, red meat, lacking in substance, lacking in fact. And, and I understand, again, I'm coming from a position of bias. I happen to think that uh, Theron and Melita, uh, Bobby Capel, I believe, is, uh, is the guy that's on when, when Theron can't make it a good bit of the time. I just, I just find them to be coming in with a little bit more substance and able to combat the the cream puffery, the softballs, the red meat 
that the Phil Kents and the Janelle Kings love. Martha Zeller, I almost have no problem with the way she presents herself when on the show. Literally. I, I can't think of anything that I've gone, oh, Martha, come on now. I mean, listen, go back through my Twitter threads if you'd like, uh, my personal Twitter, uh, and maybe you'll find something where I disagree with her, but... By and large, I just don't have any issues with the way she presents herself on the show. I think she's, I think she's, uh, she seems to be a very nice, in fact, I would welcome her on the show. I think she's a very nice lady. We probably would disagree on a whole lot, but I believe she's the kind of conservative that a liberal like me could sit down, have a conversation with, and we would find some middle ground and get something done. Maybe that makes her a throwback. Maybe that makes me a throwback, but that's just the way I see her. I think she's, I think she's a very fair-minded person who puts the needs of the people first from a right-wing point of view, but still. Um, I don't feel the same about Phil. I, I, think, I think Phil is a showman. I really do. I think, I think Phil is kind of cut from that same cloth of, you know, the, the Rush Limbaugh, Sean Hannity types. It's entertainment, and he enjoys entertaining. And then turning to the bleachers and are you not entertained? Yeah, I, I, that's kind of how I see him. And Janelle, I just, I don't know. I just, I cannot, I cannot find myself coming away from hearing anything she says with an ounce of respect for her, especially after the whole John Lewis good trouble stuff a couple weeks ago, a couple episodes ago. Still no apology from Janelle on that front. And it's long overdue to be dismissive of John Lewis and Dr. King and the work of the civil rights movement of the 1960s. It's just, that, 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 it's, that it's a conservative is one thing. That it's a conservative African-American female to me is even worse. I mean, I'm in no position to be saddened by this, but if I were a civil rights leader of a certain age, I would be extremely saddened. Okay, so what's the grievance you ask? You're like, all right, Ron, what's the grievance? I'm, I'm going to tell you something. I, I keep two Facebook accounts, and I do that for a reason. Um, I have one that I've had almost from the day Facebook, you know, was open for the adults, not on college campuses. Anybody remember that? It was like 07, 08, something like that. Um, so I have that one Facebook account. I have, you know, 25, 2,600 people that I, I know or have kept in touch with over the years that I'm friends with on that account. I launched another Facebook page uh, or account profile shortly after starting my uh, real estate career. And I did that at the time, mostly just to appease the brokerage I started working for. They were like, oh, you know, you kind of want to do something a little more, a little PG, a little more generic, a little G-rated. I'm like, okay. Uh, I don't know. I didn't really feel right about it. But on that account... I have now been in contact with who do how many friends do I have on that account? Let's check that because uh, it's 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 a, such a number now that it's like almost more trouble than it's worth. Yeah, there's like 590 people on this. More trouble than it's worth to just you know go to everybody point by point and say, hey, listen, I have this other Facebook account. Do you mind if we just go to that one? So I, I have the two Facebook accounts, and every once in a while, very rarely, but every once in a while, it comes in handy that I have those two Facebook accounts. And would you believe, in this case, it's with the Georgia gang on Facebook? Like, I chimed in 
uh, occasionally on their Facebook post. And they do maybe one a week where it's kind of like a preview, a picture of the the pundits for that week's episode. They tape on Friday, by the way. And then they post that, uh, that photo with the caption that tells you what that show is going to be all about. And then on Sunday mornings, folks are kind of, you know, interacting with each other in real time in the comments. It's cool. I like that. Um, and there are a lot of trolls on there, the usuals that come in and, you know, kind of do a lot like what Phil does. Just echo the talking points that are easily dispelled, easily disputed, can be, you know, tamped out with facts. And so I, I, I used to go on there on occasion. No, I don't, not every Sunday. It's just not something, first of all, I don't always watch it when it's live on television. Thank goodness for YouTube TV for that. Um, but I do do that sometimes. So the reason the two Facebook accounts came in handy in this case was for some reason I became disallowed to comment. And trust me when I tell you, in my younger days, my my tone, my incivility to dealing with social media trolls was probably a lot more acerbic, a lot more venomous than it is now. I'm a, I'm a pretty easy to get along with guy, even with folks who don't agree with me politically on social media. Really I am. And I'll tell you who taught me that the way, seeing the way my ex-husband would act on social media used to take my breath. I mean, I was pearl clutching. I'm like, dude, you can't just, yeah, I just, I pulled back. Um, and I guess with, with age comes some wisdom in that, you know, more, more bees with honey, right? Uh, that being said, it, it seems to have chafed somebody at uh, WAGA television, Fox 5, or whoever it is, maybe who independently manages the social media account for the Georgia Gang. Again, a show that I like and have been very supportive of on this show, promoted it often on this show, as I've had... Uh, you know, pundits and guests from that show on this show. So I had that one, my one Facebook account. I, I can still see the page. I'm not blocked from it. I'm blocked from commenting on it. So I had the other Facebook account. And a couple of weeks go by after I determined that I, or I realize I'm not able to comment on the one account, my primary account. I decided, well, you know what? I'm drawn to comment on this again a few weeks later. So I did thinking, aha, that's my around, my workaround. Not that I was like trying to bamboozle anybody, but again, I don't feel like I behave in such a way on social media that it warrants me being banned for crying out loud. Unless there is some sort of inherent bias within either the station or whomever handles social media for that show. And I have uh, sent queries via email. I have left voicemail. I have tweeted the show. And I have gotten no answer. And trust me when I tell you, you can go to the Georgia Gang's Facebook page. I implore you to actually go to their Facebook page and read some of the stuff that is said back and forth to each other. The dismissivism the insults, the put-downs, the ad hominem, and you can see how easily you can find yourself going down the rabbit hole or getting easily upset and respond. And I have asked for policy 
And for example, or examples where I have run afoul of such policy so that I can then point out where others have as well and continue to get to comment. It's okay. It's just a Facebook page. No big deal. I'm not going to uh, not have folks on from the show whenever they'd like. I adore Melita. Melita has been fantastic. Again, huge fan of Theron. Can't wait to get him on the show at some point in time. I know he's a busy guy. Lori Geary, by the way, I love the way she moderates that panel. It's like herding cats sometimes. I I don't, uh, you know, that's a, whew, that's a tough job. I mean, she's got to rein in the cats sometimes, but she does, and I think she does a fairly credible job. I don't happen to know, and this is a credit to Lori, I don't happen to know how Lori feels about anything from an ideological perspective. I really don't. I have absolutely no idea. And that is the hallmark of someone who moderates a political affairs program without giving any hint of bias whatsoever. Good for her. Good for the show. Good for the conversation. I haven't reached out to her. I don't know if this is like her pet project. I haven't. Uh, maybe I should. Maybe I should. I don't know. She and I are actually friends on Facebook, on one on the, 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 uh, the, the longer Facebook uh, account that I've had. I believe she used to work in Augusta Television, and we have a lot of mutual friends, and so that's just kind of how we connected. I don't know if we've ever crossed paths. If we have, gosh, I'm, it's been so long that I wouldn't remember it, and I apologize for that. But again, I, I think she's a credit to the show, to the station, to the concept of a political, uh, political affairs program. I'm just kind of a little weirded out that for whatever reason, why is it, why is it that I'm not allowed to comment on their posts? Hmm. I'll give you an update as soon as I hear. More Ron Show on America One Radio after this. Incidentally, for those who don't know, my full-time job is that I am a realtor, a real estate agent with eXp Realty. And you can dive right into the latest listings, get your home value checked out, check out open houses by visiting me at rononthereal.com. Even share some uh, blog posts that has me focusing in on the real estate industry and trends. Obviously, interest rates are climbing right now, which has a lot of folks thinking, oh, that means the market's going to go south. Mm, Atlanta's, Atlanta's a different animal. Money Magazine actually says that Atlanta is the number one place to live, the best place to live in the United States. And by 2040, there will be two and a half million more of us living in Metro Atlanta. There's like six million now. That's a big chunk of people coming in the next 18 years. And I know what you're thinking. Oh, 18 years, that's that's a long way from now. Do you know it was 18 years ago we were all jamming in the club to a new song called Yeah by Usher, Lil John, and Ludacris? Yeah. <laughs> Not all that long ago, right? Life moves pretty fast. Ferris Bueller, thank you. Currently, we are seeing mortgage interest rates at or above 7%. That's a far cry from the below 3% figures we were enjoying the last two years, but they're not all that different than what they were in 2004, 18 years ago. And by 2040, if you pull the trigger on a home purchase or a rental income investment property today, you'd be either done with it if you chose a 15-year mortgage or more than halfway through a 30-year note, with equity growing by the year in a local housing market needing space for 2.5 million more people by 2040. What I'm saying is what you buy now is likely going to be wildly more valuable in 2040 or even 2030. It really is good to be number one, especially if you own your own home or a rental income property or both in Metro Atlanta. Hit me up, Ron at rononthereal.com.
843-283-0078. Georgia MLS 396-720.